Good morning, Transformation Radio listeners. It is Friday, May the 20th. We've got an exciting show for you today. Song, scripture, and devotion. We'll get your day going. First up, Mandisa. Good morning. And our New Testament reading today comes from John chapter 11, verses 1 through 54. A man named Lazarus was sick. He lived in Bethany with his sisters, Mary and Martha. This is the Mary who later poured the expensive perfume on the Lord's feet and wiped them with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was sick, so the two sisters sent a message to Jesus telling him, Lord, your dear friend is very sick. But when Jesus heard about it, he said, Lazarus' sickness will not end in death. No, it happened for the glory of God, so that the Son of Man will receive glory from this. So although Jesus loved Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, he stayed where he was for the next two days. Finally, he said to his disciples, 
Let's go back to Judea. But his disciples objected. Rabbi, they said, only a few days ago the people in Judea were trying to stone you. Are you going there again? And Jesus replied, There are twelve hours of daylight every day. During the day people can walk safely, but they can, they can see because they have light of this world. But at night there is danger of stumbling because they have no light. Then he said, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but now I will go and wake him up. The disciples said, Lord, if he is sleeping, he will soon get better. They thought Jesus meant Lazarus was simply sleeping, but Jesus meant Lazarus had died. So he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and for your sakes, I'm glad I wasn't there, for now you will really believe. Come, let's go see him. Thomas, nicknamed the twin, said to his fellow disciples, let's go too and die with Jesus. When Jesus arrived at Bethany, he was told that Lazarus had already been in his grave for four days. Bethany was only a few miles down the road from Jerusalem, and many of the people had come to console Martha and Mary in their loss. When Martha got word that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him, but Mary stayed in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I ask that God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus told her, Your brother will rise again. Yes, Martha said, he will rise when everyone else rises on the, at the last day. Jesus told her, I am, the resurrection, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live, even after dying. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this, Martha? Yes, Lord, she told him. I have always believed you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one who has come into the world from God. Then she returned to Mary. She called Mary aside from the mourners and told her, the teacher is here and wants to see you. So Mary immediately went to him. Jesus had stayed outside the village at the place where Martha met him. When the people who were at the house consoling Mary saw her leave so hastily, they assumed she was going to Lazarus' grave to weep, so they followed her there. When Mary arrived and saw Jesus, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and saw the other people wailing with her, a deep anger welled up within him, and he was deeply troubled. Where have you put him? he asked them. They told him, Lord, come and see. Then Jesus wept. The people who were standing nearby said, See how much he loved him? But some said, This man healed a blind man. Couldn't he have kept Lazarus from dying? Jesus was still angry as he arrived at the tomb. A cave with a stone rolled across its entrance. Roll the stone aside, Jesus told them. But Martha, the dead man's sister, protested, Lord, he has been dead for four days. The smell will be terrible. Jesus responded, Didn't I tell you that you would see God's glory if you believe? So they rolled the stone aside. Then Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, thank you for hearing me. You always hear me, but I said it out loud for the sake of all these people standing here, so that they will believe you sent me. Then Jesus shouted, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out, his hands and feet bound by grave cloths, his face wrapped in a head cloth. Jesus told them, Unwrap him and let him go. Many of the people who were with Mary believed in Jesus when they saw this happen. And some went to the Pharisees and told them that Jesus, what Jesus had done. Then the leading priests and Pharisees called the high council together. What are we going to do, they asked each other. This man certainly performs many miraculous signs. If we allow him to go on like this, soon everyone will believe in him. Then the Roman army will come and destroy both our temple and our nation. Caiaphas, who was high priest at that time, said, You don't know what you're talking about. You don't realize that it's better for you that one man should die for the people than for the whole nation to be destroyed. 
He did not say this on his own. As high priest at that time, he was led to prophesy that Jesus would die for the entire nation. And not only for that nation, but to bring together and unite all the children of God scattered around the world. So from that time on, the Jewish leaders began to plot Jesus' death. As a result, Jesus stopped his public ministry among the people and left Jerusalem. He went to a place near the wilderness, to the village of Ephraim, and stayed there with his disciples. was Hawk Nelson with Diamonds. Next up is our devotional by Pastor Delaney today. Good morning, gentlemen. It's Pastor Delaney. pray that you guys are doing well today. Um, it's always a privilege to get a chance to share with you uh, on the radio each week. Um, just uh, blessed as God continues to change and work in my life. Uh, I'll be honest, it's been a, a couple of interesting weeks uh, for me. Uh, it's required me to uh, dig back into the word uh, to spend some time in prayer to really seek uh, his face uh, through some of the things that are 
just swirling around me, and I can't imagine that uh, you're not having some of the same kinds of things uh, going on in, in your life and your walk. But today, I, I wanted to kind of talk about something practical. Um, I tend to kind of come from that practical frame, um, trying to just give you some things to think about, some tools uh, to think about as you're walking this out. And one of the biggest challenges that we all face is as we're walking in recovery, as we're changing uh, toward being disciples of Christ, as we're moving closer to Him in our lives, we, we sometimes forget on, that on the other side of that equation, um, the enemy is looking for spots. He's looking for places in order to come back and attack again. He's looking for opportunities of vulnerability in each one of us uh, to uh, prey upon, to attack, to um, try to exploit. And um, we have to be ready for that. In fact, uh, the Apostle Paul kind of even makes it uh, a little bit clearer what he, he encourages us to do. Um, he says that in Second Corinthians, he says, we need to be wise to the schemes of the devil. Uh, that comes from Second Corinthians 2, that we need to be on our toes. And so one of the things that happens is, is as we kind of spend a lot of time in an environment of, of peace and serenity, um, especially when we're early on, we're down at the farm or we're in those moments of intimacy in, in Lancaster or, you know, as we have our time in group, uh, even when we get back up to Columbus full time, um, you know, those, those uh, situations, those environments feel very safe, very comforted, it's very, uh, very protected. And yet the enemy uses those vulnerable times, the times maybe when we go home or those times when we get maybe a letter that kind of shakes us or a phone call. Uh, The enemy is constantly looking for those little weak spots in our walk, in our recovery, uh, and in our our path because he doesn't want us to be successful. For all of the encouragement that we uh, get each day in walking with the Lord and walking with each other, uh, the enemy is not super happy about it, um, especially because he knows that the better that you get, the further along in your journey that you go, the more that you share it, the more glory God gets. And the more glory God gets is just not on his agenda. He doesn't want any of that to happen. And so you guys have heard probably if you've been in 12-step meetings or if you've been uh, you know, on this path before coming to us, or even if you're early to this, there, there's this... Uh, acronym that says that we are to halt uh, when we feel certain things, when we feel certain attacks coming on, when we know that we are vulnerable uh, in certain uh, times of our life or in certain circumstances. Uh, I like the halt model. Uh, I've I've used it before. It's when we're hungry or when we're angry, lonely, or tired. But I I like the idea that uh, Tom, Pastor Tom, tries to instill in us all the time that we are warriors in this. We're, we're no longer victims. We're victors. We're no longer, uh, you know, uh, that poor little drug addict or alcoholic. We're uh, children of the Father, and that we have uh, certain uh, amazing uh, gifts that come along with that. And so, as opposed to using this halt in talking about our vulnerabilities, I thought I'd switch it and turn it on its ear and make it a little more offensively minded, a little more... Um, aggressive than being passive. Uh, instead of halting, I want us to think about um, 
those times that the enemy wants to attack us that we need to think about fighting and I want you to fight uh, so when you're feeling these certain ways these are areas where he's going to try to make a move where the enemy's going to try to find those areas of vulnerability and exploit that vulnerability and we need to be ready to fight and so there's uh, times when he, he attacks us uh, it's when we're famished uh, if we're hungry for life and not filling up with God uh, then we're a prime target. Um, if we are uh, famished from our time of worship, famished from our time of prayer, famished from our time of fellowship and discipleship with one another, famished from our sharpening time with each other, um, then we're often very vulnerable to the enemy. So we got to watch out for that. So don't be in a famished area. The next one is if you're irritable. Um, so F-I. I, if we're irritable, if we're... Um, you know, even if we're a little off kilter, uh, that's when the devil would love to knock us off balance. He would love to knock us out in those situations. Bad mood, negative attitude, uh, frustrated about what's going on around us. Uh, those are vulnerable times for him to try to attack. So be aware of that scheme. So when you're famished, uh, both physically, mentally, and spiritually, when you're irritable, the next is if you're gullible, so that's the G in fight. If you're gullible, if you're gullible, you're going to be open to some of the lies that he wants to tell. Um, and he, what here's the interesting part: he will continue to tell them to you. He'll he'll come with both barrels. He'll package them in ways that are rational and, and justifiable. Uh, he'll make them look awful pretty. Uh, he may even send somebody pretty to share them with you. Um, if you're willing to be prideful willing to kind of think, hey, I got this all together, he'll come and confirm that. Oh, yeah, you really don't need all of this anymore. You're, you're good to go. So don't be gullible. So FIG, we want to watch out if we're hurt, uh, if we're discouraged. Um, the enemy will lure you into maybe a quick fix. And for us, uh, quick fixes were the order of the day, right? That was our thing. We loved the quick fix. We, we sought it out. Uh, we pursued it. And we know where it led. We know what damage that it did. Uh, if we're beaten down in relationships, uh, Lord will look. Uh, the enemy will look around and say, "Well, this whole relationship with the Lord ain't working out." Because if He was really caring about you, He really loved you, you wouldn't be having all this strife. And yet, the Lord never promised that we wouldn't have some pain in our life, some some challenge in our life. So, watch out if you're hurt. So, what do we got? We got famished, irritable, gullible, or hurt. And the last one is if you're tired get tired our mind gets confused uh, the enemy will look to uh, accelerate that to make it more um, more pronounced and uh, if our will is weary uh, the, the devil will take it to a, a breaking point as well um, he's always going to be testing our limits and so rather than being passive and saying oh hold I want you to think about hey I want to get up every day and be wise to the schemes of the enemy and I want to use these things to fight back. So be protected when you're feeling famished, irritable, gullible, hurt, or tired. You know, watch out because that is the time that you need to just recall this particular passage from Psalm 144.1. And I'll leave you with this. It says, Praise be to the Lord my rock, who trains my hands for war, my fingers for battle. When you're feeling any of those things, famished, irritable, gullible, you know, hurt or tired, rem remind yourself that uh, when you establish yourself in prayer, when you
you establish yourself in worship, when you establish yourself in fellowship, that uh, you can't be demolished by any attack and all vulnerabilities uh, will be protected. I pray that you have a great week, guys. Uh, it's always a pleasure to get a chance to talk to you, and I'll be praying for you. Take care. Truth is harder than a lie. The dark seems safer than the light. And everyone has a heart that loves to hide. I'm a mess and so are you. We've built walls nobody can get through. Yeah, it may be hard, but the best thing we could ever do, ever do, bring it Our reading from Psalms today comes from Psalm 117, verses 1 and 2. Praise the Lord, all you nations. Praise Him, all the peoples of the earth. For He loves us with unfailing love. The Lord's faithfulness endures forever. Praise the Lord. And our reading from Proverbs is Proverbs chapter 15, verses 22 and 23. Plans go wrong for lack of advice. Many advisors bring success. Everyone enjoys a fitting reply. It is wonderful to say the right thing at the right time. 
And as we look to wrap this show up, two more songs for you today, Never Too Far Gone and Lecrae with All I Need Is You. I uh, just want to take a few minutes and pray for our everyone listening out there today and the guys in the refuge. And I uh, hope you guys have a great Friday and a great kickoff to your weekend. Uh, pray with me. Father God, thank you for uh, your son Jesus, and through him we have life. And uh, um, we thank you for, God, thank you for brothers and sisters in Christ that we can talk to and that we can work things out. We can work just through things in our life, our life with. Um, in Proverbs, you say it's iron that sharpens iron. And I pray that um, if we don't have someone in our lives like that, that we would make it a point to get someone and they would, um, uh, they would be, hold us accountable. We'd hold them accountable, and that we would grow in the grace and knowledge of uh, of your Son Jesus Christ. Lord, pray for our, uh, everyone listening for their weekend, God. I hope they have a great time and just enjoy nature and uh, enjoy your creation that you've given us to uh, to uh, experience and to wonder in. Thank you again for all that you've you've done for us, Lord. You're more than gracious in everything you've given. And in the name of your Son Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, here is never too far gone. you from the start I have seen your hurting heart and you feel so lonely but you keep on hiding cause you feel so guilty for what you've done
Time zone when my mind's gone and I'm flying home and I'm stressed out and I'm tempted to get that style phone and go pull it up but you know what's up and you know that ain't gonna solve nothing I mean Lord forbid I might fall or something and I'm all another cuz to hold me down like bitch straps to the sight ward it's killing me but you still with me when I fight hard and you digging me when I'm eating you deal with me when my car's pulled could have dealt with me but you fell for me before I fell for you keep me on that right path and the right math is you plus nothing's everything you my everything same Ain't gotta question my allegiance Cause the way you love me, I can never leave I need you By my side, thick and thin Highs and lows, don't let go We gon' ride, we gon' win Don't know how, all I know You, all I ever needed You, all I ever needed You, all I ever needed You, all I ever Did I fall in this? No condition that get a mention, but you offer this unconditional love. I swear I sell it all for this. Trying to keep it together, forget my awkwardness. But I'm um, often this, just you and me often this. Valley of shadows, and I know they trying to pick me off in this, but all I need is you. It's funny just how off I get when I ain't riding with you. No adjectives for your awesomeness. Um, they burning one for that burnout. This life ain't got them all turned out. Took time out to put time in, so I turn to you when I want out. I need is you. You slow me down cause you know me now with my phony smile and I'm acting like it's all copacetic It's so pathetic, so do you know what you do? You keep me cool in the summer when they be dressing less and I be wanting to show off a stunt But there ain't nothing to want, you give me all that I need All I need is you to keep that fire burning for me, all I need is you By my side, thick and thick.